0: What is good everybody? Welcome back to the VR Link. How are you all? Thanks for joining us, guys. Nice. Hey. As you can see, there isn't three of us, there's four of us. There's
1: four the, of us. There is four. One, two, three, four. Yes.
0: Nicely, nicely played. So let me introduce uh these awesome guys. Uh we have from we've got Salsa from Salsa Catch VR. Hello, people. We've got Nat from Seven Degrees of Gaming. Hi there, guys. And uh, this week's special guest is Eric Hartley, fondly known to me as E-Minus. How you doing, man? You all right? Yes. Excellent. Glad to, be, glad to be here, man. Cool, cool, cool. So on a personal level, he's, he's always got my back. Uh, he's been looking out for me <laughs> through my journey in virtual reality. And only today did the unveil be able to stream Oculus Quest uh, wirelessly without the need for a Chromecast with audio. For only four dollars, he also has lots of VR experiences, such as uh, attending OC, the latest CES 2020. So I wanted to to come on uh, the show and share some of that uh, knowledge and experiences. And also, he has a lot of experience with the PiMax headsets. And I know some of you in the chat have a PiMax or you're interested in PiMax. Eric is very good for that kind of thing because he's the one I, I I would ask anyway, personally. So, yeah, thanks for joining us today, dude. Oh, of course, no problem, man. Excellent stuff. So let me get the introduction out of the way. <laughs> Welcome to episode 35. This is our weekly, uh, your weekly hopefully, Sunday VR chat show that gives you and us the chance to discuss the latest goings on in virtual reality in games and news. You can also listen again to the VR link as a podcast on Anchor and on Spotify. I would also like to thank the amazing patrons and channel members whose names are listed below. And if you're looking for ways to support the channel, please check the links in the description. And while you're there, join the community Discord because it is uh, pretty solid over there, dude. Um, we've got loads of different channels in the Discord, so uh, definitely uh, jump into that. So how is everyone, quickly? How is everyone in the chat?
1: You are good? Who have we got with us today? You uh, likely uh, people, JD Max just jumped in. The likely suspects. We've got Oculus Quest Fun,
0: Vids VR, Bug Bites. Nice Bug Bites. I'm not, you renamed yourself, dude. I've signed into my wrong account. <laughs> I should be VR Bug. I just I thought I know that picture. Um, hello, Mick. How you doing, man? TGK. Who else we got? Let me uh, scroll down. This. Oni K's Skippy Identity Crisis, TTV tobe 81 he enjoyed the intro thank you i'm really glad you enjoyed it i've had to put a lot of effort into resetting up obs and uh bringing that clipping that down man because it was like 22 minutes couple can't it it's too long so we've got it down to 15 hopefully uh, that is uh, good for everyone the vr dark knight lord nexon grim woody Alan nice. carl is nice. a
2: new one i haven't seen that user before
0: nice paul from the vr realm how you doing Dave O'Thousand, nice dude DJ, ANCAP Blaine How you doing guys, you all good? Gaming Legends, nice Okay, so
2: Can I just uh, uh, jump in uh, John has put down his Stormlands worth $30, yes, 100% <laughs> It
0: is a good game It is a good game It is a good game I wish it was a little bit cheaper though because um, Well I, it is I'll... isn't it,
2: it's gone down because oh, of the Dice Award, they've
3: taken ten dollars off it. Yeah, it's oh, it's twenty nine ninety nine right now. And I actually highlighted it, we're gonna be talking a little bit about some other things that are on sale. Uh but mm. for under fifty dollars, you can get like ten of the best games. Uh yeah, we can talk about the humble right
0: bundle now, guys. Yeah. Yeah, throw fr- it out there, man. Throw it out there.
1: Yeah, yeah so, as well. People can get the chance to look into it because it's, yeah. it's, it's it's not just the set bundle, there's other individual ones as well. Exactly. So uh,
0: talk to me about the Humble Bundle, if anyone knows anything more about it. then The only thing I know is the games list, which is as follows. Well, you've, yeah, you've got Boss. two
2: options on the uh, on, uh, Humble Bundle's website. So you've actually got the actual Humble Bundle uh, VR bundle, which is a set of games, and then you've also got a range of discounted titles uh, that they're doing on top of that as well, which I think is what Salsa was alluding to.
1: Exactly. Oh, okay. So you've got the cool. Humble Bundle, which is the set bundle, which is going for how much in dollars? So you've got eight $15, days.
0: I think it is, they said.
2: I've got the pounds here. So for one pound, so you pay one pound, you can get Cosmic Trip and Smashbox Arena. What's the dollar price
3: on that, Salsa? Smash- That's dollar I... as well. One dollar. That's one dollar. Oh, okay,
2: so for £10.94, you yep. can also unlock Gorn... Budget Cuts and Space Pirate Trainer. So what's the dollar price on that?
0: What's uh, what's that on? £10 something?
2: Yeah, it's £10.94, but uh, it's...
3: It's uh, it's currently $14.26. Okay, and
2: then if you pay £11.50 or more, because Humble Bundle do allow you to pay more if you wish because it is uh, a charity-driven thing, so you can actually select a charity that you want your extra money to go to. Uh, but fantastic. if you pay £11.50 or more, uh, that will also unlock Super Hot VR and Moss. Now, I, I do need to stress, these are obviously Steam titles, so uh, you'll get Steam keys for each of the uh, uh, the games. Um, but, you know, £11.50 te- for that set of games crazy, man. is insane. I mean, I paid £7.49 on the Steam sale for Gorn, so... I yeah, think Moss. they worked
0: out. Um, the whole bundle is one hundred and fifty nine dollars for basically for fifteen dollars, as right. he said, which is my super hot VR Gorn, Space Pirate Budget Cuts, Cosmic Trip and Smashbox. That is like crazy value. Um, yeah. And
2: you also get and you also get bonuses. Uh, so you get the Cosmic Trip soundtrack, Gorn soundtrack, and Spice uh, Space Pirates uh, soundtrack as well if you go for uh, a specific bundle as well. There you so, go. That's cool. Uh, You know, know, even if you're a fairly uh, old uh, VR user uh, and maybe you're just missing two or three of those games, uh, it might be worth uh, jumping in. Like I say, it goes to a good cause as well. So, you know, that's the the cool thing. So the VR
0: Dark Knight, has mentioned, we can talk about the bundle on Oculus. What's that mean? Uh, The Valentine's bundle? Is that what he's talking about? Is that what you're talking about, dude? The Valentine's bundle? because the only one i've heard of is the the bundle on oculus are a joke <laughs> okay, okay.
3: i was gonna say i i didn't really see anything huge on the oculus sale that the, no. they do have some collections that they did for valentine's day i don't even even know if those are still up actually uh but it, it wasn't really there was no savings it was just here's a bundle of games
0: right yeah okay um what was I going to say next? Uh,
1: the the other it. thing is, like we're saying, there are other games that you can get on the bundle, including some very very cheap ones. There's some that are like eighty percent off. So if you haven't actually played like Thumper, you can get Thumper for under four pounds. Oh man, Thumper's fantastic. Well, i have yeah. also
2: got Walking Dead Saints and Sinners for ten percent off off the yeah. Steam version yep Bloody that's hell. actually that's actually the tourist edition so i think that's the you know they've got a the few
1: extra little bits and pieces yeah the one that you can't get, get on then. oculus yeah.
0: well i'm getting <laughs> now i'm get. i'm getting that now from the chat they're basically saying i'll never buy bonus from oculus sales that's from the vr realm and they'll never they, get value
3: they have yeah. added the dlc for uh the tourist edition but not you can't buy it as the tourist edition, but they did just recently add that oh. DLC to the Oculus Store. It's kind of hard to find, but it is on Oculus Home now.
1: Okay, I'll have to find that because I was sort of like, oh, there's weapons that people are getting to use that I'm not getting to use, and I and can't." I'm sad
0: about exactly. It. Yeah, I've heard I, that. I, I the, um, just I've got the tourist that. edition. I've got the tourist
1: edition. What? Yeah, I, I, I don't I, even. I, yeah, I think I, I went for the Oculus version because obviously it's going to come to Quest. Right, And it's got the cross-buy. So I'm like, I'm buying it on Oculus so that I can take it away with me whenever I like as well. Plus, you know, it's good to, you know, be able to experience the difference between the different levels there. Right. So. Hopefully
0: um, our audio levels are a little bit better now. Because uh, you wouldn't believe the week I had, guys. I lost all my scenes in OBS. And if anyone knows anything about OBS, they know that was an absolute nightmare. I lost basically this show that you're looking at. Um, so it has been absolutely crazy, and for some reason, the way I used to capture the audio for the guys has disappeared, <laughs> so all I'm doing is capturing from the desktop, so there you go, uh, for some reason, desktop is a little bit quieter than anything else, but hopefully now, we should all roughly be at the same level of audio, thank you to Brandon, how you doing, yeah, I, was, I did um, GT, just to, just to let you know, no, you just streamed with Silicon. Do you think it's worth twenty dollars in access? So funny enough, uh, Eric above was the guy I went yeah. to to talk about um, Silicon Rising because it looks great. There's no two ways about it. The game looks phenomenal. It does, uh, and I'm like, dude, I really want to jump in there. So, what do what are your thoughts on Silicon Rising, Eric? I feel like it, it, it's it's a fun game, but you have to put
3: yourself into the perspective of It feels like it's very, very, very heavily inspired from early 2000s arcade, literally going into the arcade gun shooters. So if you think about games like Crisis Zone or Silent Scope or Beachhead 2000, which had this weird apparatus that you put over your head, all of them had very similar flaws to what we're experiencing with Silicon Rising. Silicon Rising's got a lot of cool stuff in it. You've got your kind of scene shooter where you're standing in one place for basically the whole thing except for when you're driving you're kind of moving your arms a bit more uh but as it transitions from scene to scene it fades the whole screen to black and then back up again and that's that's my major problem with it is really just that fade to black and then back up because it takes away the immersion
0: yeah yeah and funny enough that is so It is weird. (laughs) I felt like I played two different games uh, in the last twenty-four hours. The developer sent me a key, uh, and the reason I reached out to Ericson who played it, and my time is quite limited, so um, he didn't actually ask me to stream it. He was just like, "Can you play it and let me know your thoughts?" So I was like, "Okay, cool." I played the first chapter. I come away and I thought, "It's okay," you know. The graphics are lovely. There's definitely some cheapness to it in some ways where for example the um how can i put it the script you know this odd moments where you're like this is like badly dubbed um which could be quite funny in some ways um but yeah i don't know and i thought the guns were sounded a little bit weak um and as, as eric just said the fading in and out of moving i personally prefer the idea of like house of the dead or time crisis where you you might stay in that first person, but you move. Was, you move yeah. to the next wall and you move to the other place. Or in Time Crisis, actually it went to third person and you saw the action happen and then you went into the head of the character. Quite ahead of his time, really. And I think Virtuality could pick up some stuff, <laughs> to be honest, from that. And I basically sent him that. like That's what I wanted. And then when I played it today, I was like, this is really good. Like I really actually like this game. Um, it's almost like... When you when I didn't look at it from a feedback perspective, I just enjoyed the game. It was very good, yeah. There are some weird bits in it, but I think uh, for £15.49, which is what it is here, as you said, I think it's $20 over there. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It is a, it is a very arcadey feeling shooter.
1: Um, yeah, it was um, designed for arcade, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I mentioned it to uh, Nathan in one of our chats, and he was quite surprised it was even on sale. So... Um, yeah, um, I'm yeah. Shooting, it was yeah. it
1: was designed for arcade where you would have be holding a weapon and dodging diving and stuff like that so mate i've done a lot of that i'd have a shower afterwards i was so hot
0: um after playing that um so moving on uh upload vr and side quest Qu- 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 and side quest are doing giveaways uh first mm. up upload is in partnership with 8 shape or O shape, which is now coming to Quest, as far as I know. Someone told me it's coming to Quest. Um, yeah, it is. oh Soon um, as well, I believe. Yeah, I haven't played it personally. I was uh, offered I, to I, play it, but I just yeah, never got around to
1: it. It's one of those. I, I also was offered a key, and I, I look at my VR space and I know that it's a game that needs a lot of lateral motion. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. jump through a wall if I try and play it. So yeah, um... and it
2: meant to be something like that Japanese game show, you know, where you are yeah. meant to go into you... a certain shape to get through something that's coming towards you. Yeah,
3: things uh, like that. in the wall, was, yeah. was what that one was called. What's it called? Yeah. Sorry, hole in, hole the, in the, wall.
0: the wall. Yeah, that's been in this country as well. There's been a, a UK TV show called that as well. Yeah, the um, the, the and they get exactly they get the pushed same. into the water, don't they? If you don't get through the, yes. thing, you get. Yeah, basically, yeah.
1: there's a conveyor belt of a wall coming towards you, and you've just got to get into the right shape, and even off, it pushed you off the end.
0: No worries, guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you to everyone in the chat. Uh, it's our pleasure to uh, deliver any information about virtuality we can. So, back to what I was trying to say before I got. <laughs> so, yeah, upload doing uh, a giveaway of an Oculus Quest with O Shape um which is pretty cool and i've left a link to that in the description and also SideQuest are giving away two 64 gig oculus quests with lots of great software and uh that is also in this video description so yeah check it out uh i think you know uploading SideQuest are well worth your time uh, and support so that'd be pretty cool
3: and o shape is launching on the 20th so just later this week
0: nice stuff nice cool. so as I said, this show, if everyone could be a little bit patient, is not quite as sorted out as it was before. <laughs> I've just realised something. I've i have just realised, all right, you're going to have to give me a second. I've got to move <laughs> our windows down the list. Because do you know what happened last week when I played that video? Yeah. let things stay stop. That's going to happen again Oops. if I don't get
1: it right. Oops. Yeah. That's cool. bear, I to bear, bear with him. Um, bear with other me. stuff um, from... Well,
0: some.
2: Somebody actually asked um, about PC specs. Somebody wants to yeah, take advantage uh, of the dark, Quest Link.
1: The, the VR Dark Knight. Nice and uh, Carl's given some pretty good advice there. Uh, i7, you can use a, an i5, but it's not as good when it comes to the Quest Link. Um... Just because there's extra stuff that you need to do to um, transcribe that as a video and send it through to the link, so it puts a little bit of an extra load on your system. There are some good deals out there. Even the i7s, the i7 eight seven hundred k is a really really good chipset for uh, not that much money actually, um, in terms of capabilities. Uh, a couple of the i5s can actually keep up when it comes to single core performance. Um, but yeah, you do want a reasonable um GPU as well. So, you know, it's uh, it's not too bad though. Um,
2: well, it does depend also on the games that you want to play. Safi's looking like most yeah. people are Half Life Alex, I mean, that requires I... 12 gigs of memory, and that that's rare uh for a game to actually require that as a minimum so you're most probably looking that you need to get at least 16 gigs of memory Uh, yeah
1: i would say 16 gigs is is uh, a good shout out um and also if you're looking to play specifically Half-Life for alex as you pointed out it is a new game so don't expect to be setting it to the highest settings and going yay all in it's it's gonna be a case of it's gonna tax systems um even what like... is
0: the max what is the max settings for this game what is the specs Does anyone know what the specs is
1: they they've only posted
2: still the minimum specs they still haven't posted the recommended sure yeah well, at least I mean, they're far away I, they haven't
0: I wonder because aren't we looking at the uh three thousand series soon of the RTX cards mm-hmm. that's yeah. the rumor is June for those June. What for the release or for the announcement? Because they're doing, they got to do an announcement of now something.
3: I think it's for the release. Um, they must probably announce and then they'll be
2: released in like a two weeks or something. I'm pretty sure right, it was
1: uh, February or, or March. They were going to br- well, bring out. Like I, a, I don't you know. know current, current, in the current market, there might be some slight delays in delays, that. right? Because okay. of shipment well, well, delays.
0: Well, the rumor I've heard is that they're actually going to be cheaper than what everyone's expecting. So yeah. You know, because of parts and stuff, cheaper made parts, and um, it's quite right. exciting really to think. You know, because so graphics cards are bloody expensive.
3: N- Nvidia actually has a conference uh, scheduled at the end of March, so it's March twenty second through the twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. So I would I would expect that we would know either then or during that conference,
0: right. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if those prices aren't that much crazy, it might be a case of whether you get like a 3070 or a 2070, you know? There might not be that much in it. I don't know, you know? And if I was, I guess, not in a rush, which is going to be hard because everyone's going to be one in half-life, <laughs> you're going to be like, I sensibly, you'd sit on the fence and see what's happening. But I'm I'm sure a lot of people are going to dive in and I think virtuality is like- going to go crazy.
1: I think Uh, I would expect them to do like a keynote speech at the beginning of that and the rest of it to be around other specs of it and things like that. That's what they kind of do as a format in the past with NVIDIA.
0: Has anyone got like, you know, uh, when you get an app for holiday and you can put the date you're going on holiday and it gives you the days to the countdown. How many days is it till March 23rd? Because that is the launch, isn't it, now officially? (laughs) Uh, They've come out and said, and I, I don't know, it can't be that... What is the date today? Was it, the 16th? It's most probably
2: about five weeks because they said it was six weeks in the tweet. When they announced the date, which in case anyone has been living under a rock, it's March 23rd, which is weird because it's a Monday.
1: I've never seen a game launch on a Monday. And it's even weirder because it's Valve and they actually mentioned a three in there. Yes, we're not <laughs> going oh, to get true. Half-Life 3, man. I know, not but yet. it's a date with a three in it. Did you say it's, we're not
0: going to get Half-Life Three?
2: Well, we might do after Alex comes out, but
1: it depends yeah, what they want. Yeah, to do, I mean, so. it's, it's going to be like the it's going to be the twenty-third of the third month. Just so let you know, guys know, right? It's, it's, it's all piling up. The threes are starting to come out of Valve, so there's at another some point way it might happen.
0: <laughs> there's another way of looking at this, right? This game, Half-Life Two, is 15 years old. Yeah. So my son's like 16. When I talk about Half-Life, he knows of it. He hasn't played it. He hasn't experienced it. Because he's on YouTube and stuff, obviously he's come across it. But he, do you know what I'm saying? So it's maybe a whole generation of people might discover it. You know what I mean? Because in a way, like you think 15 years, when you think about your lifetime, looking back on Half-Life 2, i remember it exactly. It doesn't seem that long ago, but that's his whole lifetime almost. Yeah, well, this so, is the... Um...
1: Yeah, this is going back again. This is like uh, the prequel to two. So really, it's what's come after one. So that was 20 years ago. Oh, Identity Crisis in the chat's uh, put
2: an interesting question. Let me go back a bit. Um, Where is it? Um, I just pre-ordered Half-Life. I haven't played any of the others. Do you think that will matter for the story? Um, what I'll say is um, I'll use a, a different game, uh, Uncharted 4, as an example. You can play Uncharted 4, and it's an amazing story. It's wonderful uh, to play. However, if you've actually played Uncharted 1, 2, and 3, you get a lot more out of the story, and I think that's going to be the same with Half-Life Alex. I think it will be self-contained. It will be an amazing story, self-contained. But if you have happen to have played Half-Life and Half-Life 2, you'll just gain much more insight to the story there you want, there'll be more for you to uh, to to get out of it but um i don't think it's a necessity but look um uh, eric pointed out at the, at the uh, uh before we went uh, live that uh, valve have changed their policy if you download half-life and half-life 2 which are free at the moment uh on steam uh initially it was only up gonna be up till half-life alex came out but now you're saying that that's actually just going to be a thing. If it's in your library, it's in your library. Is that correct? Right.
3: Yeah. As long as you've downloaded it during that two month window, it nice. will stay in your library forever. It's so kind of like a PS it. plus deal then.
2: Yeah. So, you know, uh, identity crisis, get onto your steam account, download half life and half life Two. And uh,
0: if you've got a quest, dude, you're going to love it even more. Cause you can, um, you can check out half life in virtual reality. So, which is what and
1: I've, I've started doing, um, I was having problems with it, but I got it to work and got the HD uploaded. So I'm now reliving some very old memories in VR.
0: It's awesome, isn't it? Doesn't it translate really well? Because it, it it's not, not like those. It's not like the other ones where you get to you use like the crowbar with your hands.
1: You get to my timing with the crowbar is dreadful, though. Mine too. I can't. I can't hit them damn things without actually. What the getting hit. chickens?
0: You can hit the ball chickens easy. No, you know?
1: I, I, I can't hit them without getting hit off them first as well.
0: Call them ball chickens for me. Oh, no. You can also
1: play
3: uh, Half-Life 2 using Gary's mod. Yeah. Yeah.
1: On, on I PC, did that. yeah.
0: I yeah. did that as well. It's not as... How can I put it? It's not as... I didn't think it was as good as Half-Life I agree. Yeah, it's, uh, Half-Life 1 was superb. Um, Half-Life 2, even though it is astonishing and amazing because that game does mean a lot to me um is like i think the cutscenes didn't particularly work some interactions like i was trying to use one of the turrets in half-life 2 on gary's mod and it just I, it was so like hit and miss. it was yeah crazy. there
1: is a little advised advisor as well though the the ladders i found on the quest version of half-life is a little bit buggy hmm. getting up and down some of the ladders and pushing objects where you know Back in the day, your character would go like that across the screen. That happens in VR as well, so it's like an authentic, authentic uh, experience. Unfortunately, I do think that little bit might be a little bit much for some people, so beware if you are going to play it.
0: Uh, VR Dark Knight, yes, of course it is. Uh, You can post any question in the Discord that's virtual reality related at any time, and there's a whole bunch of people in there. Well, we're over 500 members now uh, in that Discord. So, yeah, they're all there to help you, give you any advice they can. Uh, We've got someone at the moment who's using uh, the Shadow PC uh, thing. He's doing uh, some stuff with virtual reality over there as well. Looking forward to checking that out, because at the end of the day, that would mean not having to buy an expensive rig. But being able to play some excellent games. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. Have any of you guys used the Shadow stuff at all? Have you looked into it? I don't know. I think it comes out in this country in in April, I think. I haven't Um, used
3: Shadow specifically, but I've done some stuff uh, with Google's Project Stream, which is somewhat similar, where it's like pulling a game down from a server and, and streaming it to your PC. That became Stadia which is kind of a a dirty word, I guess, nowadays. Um, (laughs) But uh, I'm interested now to see if NVIDIA's GeForce Now, which just went out of beta, will actually end up working on the Quest, because then you can just stream stuff that you own off of NVIDIA's servers to your Quest. That would be crazy.
1: (laughs) crazy. It's still my big problem that obviously... um, The cloud computing streaming is heavily reliant on networks. And a lot of people just do not have the network. You know, it's just the infrastructure to support it is not currently there. The back-end stuff is there. In theory, Stadia should be brilliant. But nobody's got the internet connections to truly support it, so... It kind of So, is it one of those things where they say fun.
0: it's a certain spec it needs, but actually it needs more to perform, right? Is that what it is? Is it coming
2: oh, out? I don't think it's just that because the rumor. Uh, oh, the game sounded rubbish.
0: The, the, um, well, distant, who but... is it? Uh, Microsoft.
2: Yeah, Microsoft. They're, doing their, they're doing their streaming thing. It's in a beta at the moment. And from uh, everything I've read, their service is in a vastly superior state than Stadia. Uh, added wow. to the fact you don't have to buy the games they so actually utilize game pass for your game so you kind of pay your monthly uh subscription uh, which is what everybody thought stadia was going to be it was going to be uh because what we heard with stadia is oh it's going to be the netflix for gaming and it's like no it ain't because you oh. still gotta <laughs> spend 60 dollars or 50 quid for the game it's like well, right. why would you do that when I can go on Steam or I can go on the PlayStation store, I can go on Xbox or Nintendo switch and mm. I can buy the game and the game is actually mine, whether it's a digital or a physical one. Uh, it's just, a, I I mean, cause if Stadia goes away, you haven't got that game anymore. You know, if like I've got Witcher three on the switch, it's one of the few games I've been playing recently. Um, you know, if, if Nintendo's online service goes down, do it doesn't affect me. I've still got Witcher 3 on my Switch to play. So Yeah. Uh, I, you know, yes, it might get there eventually. I've got to be honest, I don't think it's Stadia that's going to get us there, though. It definitely sounds like it's most probably going to be uh, Microsoft. And obviously, we know Sony have been investing quite a bit for a long time in streaming yeah. service with PlayStation now. So... Um, but... I I, I think Stadia just kind of screwed up.
1: Yeah, I I, I still think it's a case of until we have that communications infrastructure well and truly in place, where you know everybody's got, like, X amounts of excessive gigabytes coming down at uh, less than, you know, 11 microseconds uh, connections on every single thing that it's not viable. Um, It's such a shame, though,
0: because it's a fantastic idea, isn't it? It's it's a a
1: great idea to have all of the uh, computing power offset somewhere else so that everybody's playing from that same level of uh, you can't afford the hardware. Well, the hardware's cheap now because you're paying a service fee and we've got all this massive hardware and we're doing the hard work and all you've got to need is your connection and some cheap bit of hardware. Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: To the fact the providers also throttle, like I've got um, 150 meg download speed, but Virgin just throttle me all the time. You know, I don't get, you know, sometimes I, I'm i lucky and I get up to 120 meg download. Uh, but the amount of times I check it and I'm not even hitting 70 meg download. Don't, no, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's still, you know, ultra-fast. Yeah, that's huge. Download right? and everything, but it's not what I'm paying for, so... Yeah.
1: And um, even, even then, it can't. it's not always all about the bandwidth as well. It's also about your connection speed to a server. Your ping. Any, yeah, your ping rates. So yeah. if you can imagine that there are people out there that would complain... If their uh a good you know, one their there. controller was like going at three mic you know milliseconds, they'd go, Oh no, it's not under one millisecond. Then you can imagine the amount of complaints that have come back of oh it's lagging, it's not doing this, it's not doing that.
2: I'd love to get Eric's thoughts about it, because obviously he lives in the States, so uh...
3: Yeah. You know, I, I actually have trialed A lot of these services, so I have, I I have a five gigahertz internet connection. So it's optimal for this type of thing. And I, like I said, I worked on the project stream beta. Uh, They had one game. It was one of the Assassin's Creed games and it played pretty smoothly at home. But if you tried to take your laptop to a coffee shop or something like that, you really couldn't play the game at all. It would just stutter, freeze, stutter, freeze, and that's really still what I'm seeing is the state with Stadia. Now with the Microsoft Project X Cloud, uh, that one runs on my phone. I can use either the the wireless connection at home. I can I can just use standard LTE on it, and it works pretty darn well. So I don't know what kind of compression techniques they're doing or what but it's much much better uh geforce now has been around for a few months here uh i i like that but it doesn't really seem to offer that much more than the steam in home uh streaming does at this point so Mm -hmm. one of the things i like about geforce now though is if you play an hour session or less it's free So you don't have to worry about costs to it. And it's using games that are in your own library. So it's not a loss if that service goes down tomorrow. Whereas with Stadia, with xCloud, with other services, they're they're marketing it more as a buy or subscribe or both. So the subscription model with Stadia, I've got like four games a month that they give me, um, almost like PS Plus, basically. Yeah, yeah um and then everything else you're buying those games but only digitally and only on google server and that's just it's kind of a scary proposition for when they decide oh just like google talk and all of those other things we're just going to drop that yeah because then you've spent all that money for nothing
2: um, i think that's why xcloud is actually a, a better proposition and there's a scary proposition because it literally is netflix it is. I pay a monthly subscription. You're not. You're, you're not committing to games. You, it's like here, you got however many games uh, is there, mm. um, and uh, yeah, you're not making a commitment. You know, you're not putting fifty dollars down for or sixty dollars down for like Destiny Two, which is yeah. part of you know. I believe Destiny Two is part of a, a Game Pass. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I think Stadia's got a lot of issues. Um and I think part of that is that to be perfectly honest, the people they've got running it aren't gamers. They're, or they're not the gaming thing. I mean, all right, I know they've got Phil Harrison, but to call Phil Harrison a you know, a gaming guy is a you know, it's just you know, wash your mouth out with soap and water. That it must be is the not sa- a, he's not a gaming guy.
0: Must be the same type of people who pick the games to go on the Oculus store. Um so hmm. Joseph Porro uh has uh, as got a comment about Leap Motion. Uh, you guys, I know, I know me and Nat haven't used Leap Motion. What about you, uh, Eric and South? You got Leap Motion? I have a yep. Leap Motion. Oh, I've got me. a
1: Leap Motion. Yeah, there's... Oh, and I, here. And there I, you go. And I have the,
3: the fancy there's VR mine. developer kit mount
0: oh nice so yeah it sounds perfect he's put i have Leap motion new in the box bought it a few years ago to use mobile phone vr but never got around to use it now i have a rift s is there anything i can do with it Cheers. yeah you
1: can um so, if you want to go go with that for eric
3: yeah sure so um one of the things already in chat vr realms talking about blocks uh so one of the interesting things about Leap Motion is there were a lot of demos that were created for Leap Motion specifically that then became VR demos for Leap Motion. And Leap Motion is now a part of a company called Ultra Leap with a company that does haptic feedback. Uh, their previous product was called Ultra Haptics. So they're building a lot of location-based things uh affected the manor as an example has a location-based product called the visit that's almost like you're walking through a haunted house like you brush your hand over things and it feels like there's something skittering across your hand and things of that nature which is pretty cool but on the leap motion gallery which is on their website almost all of the content is free so you've got blocks you've got particles um there's a demo called weightless, which I don't know if it works for the Rift S, but it definitely does for the Rift, which is kind of like very early, no motion lone echo. So those are all pretty good titles to check out since you've already got the product, you know, even some duct tape can affix that to to the Rift S if you don't
1: have the adapter. I I, I would Um, recommend, um, you get like this, uh, Velcro stuff, the, the, um, M three stuff with the the removable sticky, yeah. That's always a good good way because you 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 know even if you don't have the uh, the actual mount, just putting that stuff on the back of here is um, pretty good, and bump onto the front of the headset, it works. Nice, dude. Nice. So
0: I'm hoping to run my VR news video. Right, ready? It should work. It should work. No, it won't. It's too small. God. <laughs> damn it. God damn it. And where where is even the sound for it? It's down the bottom. Right, hold on. I can get it to there. I can get it to there. I can get it to there. And it's on a loop. I don't want it on a loop. God damn it. Too many technical issues. Not this week. Maybe next week. Thank you for the donations, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, we had one earlier from Shats. Thank you. And South Memphis. Thank you. Um, so let's... Before we get into any more VR news, uh, let's talk a bit about uh, Pimax, if Eric would, and sure. where, he's, where he's been and what he's been doing. That would be great.
3: Yeah. So it, it's actually a good transition from Leap Motion because they actually have a hand tracking unit that's made by Ultra Leap. Um, I was one of the first people that got to try out a Pimax uh, a couple of years back um, before the Kickstarter. And I actually met Voodoo DE at at that event, which was kind of crazy. He was in San Francisco for non-VR related stuff. And was like, Oh, I got to go check out Pimax. Um, And at the time they had two headsets uh, and one of them had that hand tracking module already. Um, But I only about three months ago picked up, a kickstarter backers neglected 5k plus um <laughs> for, for a very good price and and i have to say i i really do like it where it's at right now i was very uncertain where it was two years ago um, and it still definitely has a lot of room for improvement um the, the so 5k l- l- go, on, go ahead go
0: well i was gonna say what about for people who don't know anything about Pimax, because I mean sure. if you go if you go down the videos of um people don't it's not really what you hear in the in the news too much it's right. quite a um what's the word
1: what?
0: yeah i guess so like a and it almost seems like a luxury headset um yeah. it is in it's some the
1: ways shark of vr headsets
0: yeah it reminds yeah. me of dead space it looks really cool it um, does it does yeah. So um, let's. Uh, let, I mean, what is the idea of Pimax? It was all about the field of view, wasn't well, it? And stuff. What was yeah. Their so idea? W-
3: w- with Pymax, uh, I-, I honestly feel like they just took apart a Vive and said, "Oh, what can we do to make this better?" Um, and they absolutely focused on the field of view. Their selling point for the Kickstarter and their selling point today is a two hundred degree field of view. Um, reality is they have multiple different modes of of. uh Distortion level essentially on the sides of 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 your vision Um, so there's a small window which is a about the same as uh, a Little more than the Viver rift CV1 then there's a medium which is a little bit larger than what you'd get with the valve index and then there's a large which is much larger. It's I, I think it's between between 150 and 170 degrees, but it's yeah. all going to vary based on how you wear the headset. I wear glasses in my headset, so my field of view is already going to be smaller.
0: Cool, and I mean that is I've never tried one personally. Only thing I've tried is the index, and I think that is is that 140. Uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna Roughly It's gonna vary based on person. I think
3: it's one thirty 130 or one thirty-five is is what the average is for that one.
0: Okay, yeah. So and I noticed it massively. I, I oh, really yeah. did. I, I thought it was amazing. So I can only imagine with these Pimaxes, it's like it's wow. So again, it must be if
1: you, if you go to a Star VR as well, oh, um yeah. the Star VR will just blow your mind away. Yeah it must
0: be crazy like and then going back to these headsets Because i said when i um went from i was fine when i done my location based vr experiences with a vive pro and the rift s and then i went to the index and i was like wow this is cool and then i went back to a vive pro it was like wearing binoculars it felt like all of a sudden i was like what are these great big black circles around my eyes and then eventually i guess you forget and you get sucked in again and it disappears but um Yeah, so you're saying now you've got a 5K. How many versions of the Pimax is there that you could possibly remember? Because as far as I know, there's a lot.
3: Yeah, I'm not going to rattle them off, but I think at the current time, they're selling seven or eight different models on their website. Um, Their entry level is called the Artisan, which is, despite some people's opinion, a little bit lesser than than the 5K+. It Plus. is an entry-level headset, and there's the 5k plus then there's other derivatives of that um some what have greens
0: what, what is the plus version of a 5k for example
3: <laughs> so um it's a marketing gimmick um you know they, what i mean
0: because like an iphone you get the s yeah and you get yes the, exactly. and other things, you get the pro so i mean uh,
3: one of the jokes i had at one point was that they'd have the pimax 32kx deluxe super challenge special edition <laughs> um, because they keep that. adding to it that
0: um, is, that's like an arcade beat-em-up alpha exactly. turbo hyper i love that exactly that. yeah
3: um so actually stefan actually uh has a uh comment in chat the large profile on pimax is uh 170 degrees horizontal normal is 150 degrees and small is about 120 so the small is a little bit bigger than the index. Um, and then it just gets larger from there. Uh, but each of their headsets offers slightly different experience. Um, they're absolutely focused on FOV, but the more expensive the headset, the better the screen door effect decreases. <clears throat> and also the more powerful the PC that you need to run it is. Um, so I, I went with the, with the 5K Plus, which there was a 5K as a prototype, but they never actually released it. So the Plus is kind of a misnomer. There's, it's not better than something else that came before it. Um, but it runs on my PC. I have, I have a 1070 graphics card. It's a laptop i7. So I, I can't really go with a higher PC or, or with a higher headset with this PC. And I don't really feel like upgrading just for Pi Max. Um, I have had the opportunity to try their newest, latest, and greatest headsets at CES this year. I've uh, literally them... just got
0: your video. Oh, nice. Right awesome. now in the center. So, um, if you want to and... have a look at your screen as well to see if there's anything, else. Yeah, like, sure. there's going to be a delay, dude. But
3: yeah, yeah. No, no problem. Um, so, so I, I'm actually in, in that video walking through the the Pi Max uh, booth, and one of the really cool things that they had was they had the variety of headsets. So when I started out, I tried the Artisan first and they didn't tell me what the headset was. And immediately I knew this is a little bit lesser than my current headset. Um, Mm -hmm. If I didn't have a 5K plus though already, it might've been a fantastic experience. Um, But I noticed there was, it was a little bit lesser quality than what I currently have at home um but i also got to try their 8kx which is the kind of top of the line right now that one has uh a hard shell strap on it um it's I, I wouldn't even call it a halo strap really um it's it's a lot like the it's a lot like the index actually as as far as the strap works um but it's got piped down audio um So it it has downward firing speakers that go above your ears. Uh, And the graphic fidelity is fantastic on it. So that particular headset uh, is really their top of the line. I think it's retailing for around $1,200. Oh, man. So this
0: this is the thing, right? It all sounds fantastic. And in a way, I'm not saying it isn't worth that price. But from an outsider's point of view, yeah, so I'm just like normal guy, job, family, all that sort of stuff. Um, it worries me that I see Pimax 5, 6, 7, I don't know, whatever. Like, there just seems to be too many, which means yeah. possibly as soon as you buy one, you don't know if uh, if they're even going to care about supporting it or there's going to be a new, um, yeah. a, a newer version soon. And that kind of... I mean, look at that guy. He's actually showing the camera now. One, two, three, four, five. There's six yeah. different headsets yeah. on that. That's crazy, dude. Like... It's just too much for me, and the work like the index. This is where I think the index does actually come in at quite a good point. Because obviously it's cheaper. I think it's. I think the makes actually quite a sexy looking headset. I think it looks really cool. Uh, as I said, it reminds me of Dead Space. But I think the index looks sexy as well.
1: A quick uh, thanks to Scott for the uh, five dollars very kind of you <laughs> no worries
0: yeah scott merrill uh is the guy in discord who's using the shadow pc stuff he's doing a lot of good stuff over there and uh yeah i can't wait man because it sounds like i basically want him to help me promote it because he, he's learning a lot about it and the one thing you always get when you um you get asked about is when you're doing virtuality as a channel or anything like that people want to get into it but they know pcvr is expensive and it is it's what held me back um, getting into it from the get-go because i knew i needed to spend at least a minimum in my mind about 1300 400 uh i spent a, a bit more than that because i knew my the same pc is also my streaming pc um it's also what i'm gonna make videos on it's also to be for gaming so there was a lot of other factors involved but if the shadow thing works out and it actually does work and and according to scott it does he uses it and he loves it um he thinks he's excellent so uh yeah i'll have i'll have to keep my eyes on that so you're saying eric you actually have now a pimax 5 yeah, so i have
3: the 5k plus um yeah. b- before i get into anything else though i want to add that $1200 price point that i s- said earlier for the 8kx is solely for the headset so Ooh. there's no controllers no base stations
0: what it, got. it looks like it uses the Valve, the Index. Uh, so
3: cool. they're currently selling a package that has Index base stations and Index controllers. Um, they're selling it. I don't know when they're shipping it. Um, and, and that's there's a number of factors in that. Um, but they're not very transparent on when they're going to ship it either. So they might have your money for a little while if you're ordering things. Uh, but I will say to go back to the actual products, I use the 5k plus primarily for simulators. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aceto Corsa, uh, Elite Dangerous, those types of games. And I don't even normally hook up base stations. I'm using either a gamepad or a HOTUS controller or a steering wheel controller. And it works great. It really does. And, and I feel like having that little bit of extra peripheral vision really does add a little bit to the immersion i will say though up to two iterations ago their pi tool that is kind of the hook into steam vr makes the the graphics work pushes the resolution and things of that nature so that it works correctly did not work for me um it's only been within the past couple of months that it's improved to a level where I would be able to use it on a regular basis. Otherwise, there was too much distortion even at the center of my eyes. Um, So it's taken a while and a lot of iterations for me to be able to say, okay, this is a pretty good product now. Yeah. Um, and, And the constant iteration on the software side also is leading to this giant array of headsets that they've got on the market now. Because every time they fine-tune a piece of glass for the lens or every time they find a different wholesaler to get a different uh, screen in, in, in the headset, they're releasing that as a different new headset.
0: Oh, man. But isn't that, is... that one
2: of the issues, though? I mean, if uh, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, now it's a pretty good product. But for that money, it should be more than a pretty good product.
1: I agree. Yeah. And I, you know, you feel like you're taking
0: surprising. part in a very expensive experiment. That's yeah. what it feels like to me.
1: It's, it's a true bleeding edge line of VR. It's the true, di- in my mind, Pimax is the consumer side of bleeding edge uh, uh, enthusiast side. And you really have to be invested a lot into that to to go down that route. Yeah. I wouldn't even consider it.
0: I'll be honest, I wouldn't. There's just no... My Rift S is just too good for the money. I'm just like... And there isn't a game that I can't play. Like, some people are coming to Discord and they're like, oh, this doesn't have index support. Can't use knuckles on this. And then you've got all the people saying their controllers are breaking and all that stuff. Um, it's, it's kind yeah. of...
1: It's kind of odd as well, because part of the idea of Pimax initially is that, okay, it starts at this price, but then we'll make it go cheaper. That's where it's, they started it's from. Not, yeah, but it's, it's not, not gone cheaper. It's not gone cheaper. And that's the the uh, the crux of the problem that I think uh, happens around Pimax and what Pimax... Tries to say they would deliver but haven't yet delivered.
0: But if they're doing this right, or someone's out there doing this, obviously everyone else is looking, whether they're happy about it, annoyed about it, think they're not doing it right, regardless. Other companies, such as Oculus, uh, are going to be looking and going, Well, they're doing this. How much is it for us to do that? Because people want higher refresh rates, people want bigger field of views. Um, I mean, what is the refresh rate, sorry, on these Pimaxes? I didn't, I it varies
3: Um, it anywhere <laughs> from 70 Hertz to, I think they have 180 Hertz on the 5k super street fighter championship edition. <laughs> um, uh, so it, it does.
0: alpha fire. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. Uh So it, it's, it's interesting because even within iterations of the same headset, I have a 5k plus, it runs at 90 Hertz. There's a later model that runs at 120 Hertz. There's a later model that runs at 180 Hertz. There's one in the middle that runs at 144 or 180. So it's like sure. it Mad. early early adoption is incredibly punished. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's kind of like the people that when when headsets first came back onto the market were like i'm gonna wait for the next one because i'm sure it's gonna be better and it'll be out next month it's literally the case with pimax
0: yeah so like, the only person i know in chat well, obviously stefan anderson he he sounds like he's got a pimax By what we're talking about our Grandbo is his profile picture uh vr realm as well uh so you, there's people out there who have them and they obviously love them but are they oh, yeah. your are they your everyday drivers? I mean, are they the headset that you put on every day? I don't know. I mean, as a content creator, it's really hard for me. I'd hate to have. All oh, right, I'll swap over today to make this video. I it would actually drive me insane because of my time limits. Um, you know, I, I guess. on. Cool.
3: That's honestly one of the reasons why I don't use the Pimax in my videos is because of how it renders the screen on what on the is P&C. this one
0: what is that one you're wearing now it's like a gray oh so that is armored gray yeah and green. That's,
3: that's the Pimax 8k plus with a protective cover and the reason why the protective covers came about is because older versions of the casing crack along the sides so they're trying to cover it to protect it but hold on <laughs> hold
0: on hold on what, you don't get that for free. You've got to buy a cover to protect the cracks that come from the manufacturing process.
3: Essentially, it's covering the cracks. It's not even protecting against the cracks. That's insane.
1: Yeah. The yeah. plastics I think used in, in Pimax have not been exactly the highest of specs of uh, plastics per se.
0: They look, they look a mate that, with that. With that uh armor on it, it looked amazing. <laughs> I was like that headset looks fantastic. Like, you know what I mean? From a uh, alpha kind of thing, it looks awesome. Yeah. I, I think it does look awesome.
2: That's and, terrible uh, though, isn't it, really? I mean, Christ, you go out and buy a Ferrari, well, right. you don't expect the wheels to fall off. Well, right? you say yeah, that, have
1: you ever, have you ever got into an F uh an F forty? Yeah. Every month. An F40. When you close the door, you're using essentially a piece of string to close the door. No, I didn't know that. The inside of it, you can see, you can see the weave through the uh, the uh, paintwork. You can see the weave of the carbon fiber through the paintwork. When you open the the door to get in, it's got a wind down window with the the wires exposed, and you're basically pulling on a little hoop to close the door, so v r. l was for I have reinforced
0: my edging with black electrical tape to help against cracking it, it works it extra
1: support it does it works electrical uh, tape to the rescue love it it just
0: doesn't sound like a
1: consumer it's, product to me it's super it's super ultra plus electrical tape it is.
3: Uh, vtids vr earlier in chat mentioned the star vr headset and i want to go back to that for just a second um star vr i don't think is ever going to come to market for consumers unfortunately um acer recently scrapped another headset that they were working on as well Mm -hmm. the ojo 4d or something of that nature yeah the ml Um, thing and I actually, I got to try the StarVR in an arcade, loved it. I I thought it was a great headset, great build quality, super expensive at the time. I was really excited for that product, but unfortunately, I don't think it's ever going to come to market. Uh, I do hope that someone other than Pimax does focus on getting a more immersive, wider field of view. Um, I know Oculus is kind of working on that, um, but it could be years before we see it.
0: So... One of the things, as I was talking about with, uh, obviously, other companies are looking at stuff. It's going to lead to a bit of news about uh, Sony. Is now struggling with the PlayStation 5 price due to costly parts. Uh, And I think there is a price, which we all sort of talked about the other week. Uh, They're basically saying it could cost around $450 per unit. Now, you can... Well, that's
2: to make. That's not actually the price of the thing. That's actually how much it will cost to make.
0: So, I reckon we're looking at... It's maybe five hundred and fifty pounds. What does that equate to in dollars? I'm not sure. Over six hundred
2: dollars. They're not going to do that. I don't think so. No, no. The the maximum they they'll do. Well, American is four hundred ninety nine dollars.
0: So four hundred fifty dollars to make. Yeah.
2: I think that four hundred ninety nine is the price of the Xbox One X, isn't
0: it? I don't know. They're talking about the competitors' prices as well. Waiting.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're definitely over. waiting. They're going to have to make a call whether they lose money on the, <laughs> so that's
0: 400, uh, the hardware. $450 in pounds is, uh, say, so £345. So, yeah, I think we were guessing at around the four fifty five hundred mark mm. for the next console and possibly the next headset. Where do we think that puts specs? What sort of specs will we be looking at and possibly tracking for the PSVR 2? Do you think they're going to stick with light-based? Because... Even though there's going to go
2: inside out tracking, they, they've yeah. got to go inside out tracking. Oculus have proven it's work, it's work. They're not going to go with uh, external base units because that's going to add cost to it. They're just going to do everything they can to keep the price down. But uh, that Oculus patent... have proven it's uh, I don't think uh, that Sony most probably file about 70 patents a year, mm. and most probably about three of them are used. Uh, just because you file a patent. Don't no, really
0: no, no! I know. Them, I just, but... I'm just not sure whether they'll do that or not. I'm not. Uh,
2: Inside-out tracking just makes the, the the most sense in terms of keeping the cost down. Oculus made that call, uh, and uh, what's his name? Um, Scott, uh, the uh, Ruben, the guy at Oculus, turned round and said, "Listen, if people want to go for a really high-end product, that's not us anymore. You know, if you want to go for a Valve Index, a high-end product, go for it. We are going for mass consumer. They're literally the Ford guys." That's what Oculus are now for VR. They're the Ford guys, um, so yeah. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. They're going to sell more headsets. I mean, Oculus Quest has gone insanely popular, um, and uh, you know, Sony again. I think they'll go that same that same route. I'd be very surprised. What did PS PSVR launch at three fifty?
0: Was it no? It's four hundred and I think it's about four hundred pounds, wasn't it? The headset was it? Well, the 400? headset three fifty. Yeah, I, oh, I, I bought it with a bundle so yeah probably yeah, yeah.
2: so um I, I would expect psvr2 to be somewhere between uh 350 and 400 pounds because price is coming down lenses i mean sony make their own lenses so there's uh, cost savings there uh it's all going to come down to yeah do the, do sony innovate or do they just make a product that is good enough
0: See, that's, that's I, the thing i'm looking through the comments right and this is where i'm a bit stuck so the vr realm says will be likely 499 dollars and then 500 pounds that's correct that's just how it works for some reason the dollar to pound thing just they forget about it mm. uh, when it comes that way uh any case cases only tried a 600 hundred dollar console once for i think that was the ps3 wasn't it yeah they come at yeah. a massive price and they got laughed at and and stuff but they didn't i don't think they had did they? Have, I mean, well, yeah, you got the PS1 actually. That was a crazy console, wasn't it? And so was the PS2. So, but uh,
2: those, those two consoles were reasonably priced. That's why, you know, everyone, you know, not Sony, because what's his name? The, uh,
0: the guy that's in they're go... at the
2: time. They can't yeah, but... go 600. They, c- they will yeah, not but... get away with 600. What
0: have Xbox got to counter with?
2: They'll lose money.
0: I Xbox. just don't get what they got. Like, there's no games. I don't, I don't want an Xbox for any games on Xbox, unless they've done a Halo. Like, I just can't. Everything you can play on Xbox, you play on PC. So I'm a bit like... Well, ain't just Xbox that.
2: Everything you can play on the Xbox Series X, you can play on the Xbox One for the first couple of years.
0: I think it's going to be quite expensive.
2: I, the there's no course. way they'll go $600. That, that'd be insane.
0: I seriously expect £500 for the console. And as as for the as for the VR unit, I reckon probably it'd be maybe hundred pound less. I reckon I still think it'd be four hundred quid.
2: I uh, Sony won't lose money on it. I don't believe that, but I think they would be willing to take a small profit, which is kind of what yeah. they said with PlayStation VR when they launched yeah. PlayStation VR. Their their initial thing is we are not going to lose money on the hardware. Uh, so every headset that they sold, they made a profit on. It wasn't a huge profit. But you know, even if you make a $10 profit, it's a $10 profit. You're not losing money on it. So,
0: What do you reckon, Eric, about PSVR 2? What do you think the tech's going to be? Well, I don't think it's going
3: to come out immediately with the PS5. Uh, they, yeah, they've agreed. already basically said that the PSVR 1 will be around for a little while. Yeah. I, I think they're doing that so that they can avoid sticker shock. They don't want to come out with a $600 mm-hmm. console and then a $500 headset on top of it. So that helps in a couple of ways because the longer they wait to release it, the cheaper those components are going to be. True. So I'm cautiously going to say probably 400 bucks for, for the headset. Yeah. Um, and With and controllers probably, this time. With,
0: with, with actual controllers as yeah. opposed to repurposed <laughs> controllers. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. And what about tracking? What do you think the technology is going to be for that?
3: I think they're going to do inside out from the headset. Um, it, it's it's the easiest way at this point. And then that way they can do 360, which that's yeah. a huge, huge draw um, of keeping me from using the PSVR more often, honestly.
0: Yeah yeah and a lot of people i think this year particularly even a lot of content creators i know have gone i'm not playing my playstation vr very much and i'm and they're kind of wondering why they're not a little bit um you know because for me for a, a massively long time it was my go-to all the time i loved it it was it's fantastic it's comfortable the uh headset itself as in quality is great uh the blacks are superb um there's a lot going for it. But yeah, it's, it's always been that tracking thing. You know, I've always had like a list pre-made, especially when the aim controller come out. Oh, the messages I used to get all the time. My aim controller's flying around the room. and But, you know, I mean, all this stuff was happening. And it's weird when you then jump into, and it doesn't happen all the time. I know people are going to get, oh, no, PlayStation's great. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying some people out there have had some issues and I've fixed, helped some people who i know we've had some crazy issues like one of my friends had a, a tracking it. it wouldn't reset regardless of what he did it would not change until he managed to move the camera in a completely different area do a whole new setup process and put it back because it constantly went left know <laughs> what he did if he sat there, it just went left all the time and it made it unusable and uh you know it must be super frustrating so i, I do I think that would be the case. They do need to go 360. They do need to go something where there isn't another object in the room that it relies upon. Um, So, yeah, I think that's going to be the way forward, isn't it? It's going to be inside out. I think it's going to be awesome. And I really hope they do decent controllers, which I'm sure they do. PlayStation do fantastic peripherals, don't they, normally? Uh, The move for its time was good. You know what I mean? Um, Well, I
2: think Oculus have kind of uh, changed the conversation for Sony. Because I think a lot of people now, will uh, if PlayStation doesn't live up to what we kind of expect, uh, people will just point to Oculus and say, well, hold on a second, the Oculus Quest. Um, I mean, the thing I would actually be interested in is what is going to come out first, an Oculus Quest 2 or a PlayStation VR 2? Because I agree with Eric. I think Eric's right. that well, It's pretty much guaranteed that they're not going to bring out PSVR 2 at the same time as PS5. Yeah. You're looking at maybe six months to a year minimum uh, till they get PSVR 2 out. And are Oculus preparing a, an Oculus Quest 2?
3: I don't think so. I think Oculus are focused on different things right now outside of VR. Uh, and what may come is a revision of the quest one uh maybe with some comfort mods or things of that nature built into <laughs> it
0: or a game that'd bundle. be good <laughs> like a ps1 mini kind of thing a quest yeah Nana. exactly exactly yeah why not dude it needs to happen because like that's what yeah, i mean yeah. that 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 thing i've got which a lot of people actually i know obviously my channels not massive so when i say i've got a halo mod head strap not everyone goes wow that's incredible but it's there, I've got it, it's brilliant, and it's my go-to all the time, I love it. And eventually, slowly people see the video and they go, dude, is it actually that good? Even though i have never lied in a video and I've said it's good, they still go, is it that good? And I'm like, yeah, it's great. It's, it's my go-to all the time. But that, once again, is more money. People are out there buying those bloody index, uh, what are they called, the pro the pro things for the Quest, uh, what are they called? The pro
1: headset, so you're talking about the VUT, va- you're talking about the uh, uh, Vive. Deluxe. The Deluxe audio Deluxe strap. Has, yeah, which is it. sold yeah, out. Yeah. They're sold which out. Are, and I think and they're there were like 100 yeah, quid.
0: Just to get a comfy Quest, they must see that and go, there's people out there that just want. Yeah, it's crazy. It longer crazy. battery life and comfort will be the two things I reckon top but, of the list. Currently. Getting back
1: to PSVR on that. Um, yeah, sorry. The um uh, one that I was kind of like looking at as well is still eye tracking. I still think uh I saw that active fo- foveated rendering is a big, big win for VR and that requires active toe track uh eye tracking. Now of course you've got to you eye toe tracking tracking. Yeah, I oh. said toe tracking. <laughs> I'd it's love to eye tracking, not toe tracking, but He's you following you know, my you... toe. Right, it's tracking my toe. We've got finger tracking. Now without a toe tracking, um, I could add to that. Don't. (laughs) It's going down a bad route. I've left it. Your mind's gone on a wander. We we need to bring it back in. Bring it back in.
0: I've got no coffee. That's what I'm saying to you. I've got no coffee. I know you've got no coffee.
1: So so It's all over. Yeah, yeah.
0: Screaming. (laughs) Got water. But it's the
1: new thing. It's the 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 toe Tracking meme is coming. I can feel it coming right now. Um, but no, eye tracking. Uh, obviously, there's Toby Eye Tracking. There is another competitor out there who, oddly yeah. enough, has made some eye tracking that is only for HTC headsets at present. And the really shocking thing about this is the price point. Talk. Tell me. for eye tracking. Okay. And it can be used as an add-in. So, if you have a Vive, a Vive Pro, or a Cosmos, you can add eye tracking for $150. Okay.
2: Well, Sony have been working on eye tracking for a few years now, because I remember that um, uh, Jeff Keighley thing where he got, um, what was it, two years ago or three years ago? And they were showing him eye tracking. So, all right, you got the Vive guys doing their eye tracking. We don't know exactly what Sony have done with their eye tracking. Yeah. Um, that's so the, it's quite yeah. possible that, you know, they've that, yeah, they've just got to figure out a way of keeping the price down. It's as simple as that. They know that they exactly. can't go insanely high. Um, So, you know, every time you add something in, you have to remember that's going to bump the price up. So in some ways, I think we're getting too far ahead of ourselves. No. Oh, I want this and I want this and I want this and I want this. It's like, okay, I get that you want that. But if you want it, yeah. you're going to be paying six, £700 for your headset. So what are you willing to compromise on? And the main thing is, mm-hmm. it's going to come down to the games. Um, I mean, to be honest, I think that's the biggest thing that Sony needs to concentrate on. That's what everyone um,
0: needs to concentrate on if you want to get, get a headset out of there and
2: Well that's that's why PC really well. you know where you was talking about PC VR, why so many people look at PC VR is yeah, you look at PC uh, PlayStation VR and it's like okay, I've got Sniper Elite, which admittedly is coming out on PC, but really for exclusives you've got um uh, Iron Man VR and you've got Paper yeah. Beast that is pretty much exclusive for PlayStation VR that we're aware of. There's nothing else. And yes, we, you know, I know we'll get on to Dreams later. Dreams supposedly is going to be getting its VR mode. Yeah. They're saying soon, but let's be honest, soon for Sony could be six months to a year uh, from what we know. When you look at PC, uh, PC VR, just look at what we've had since the last big PlayStation VR title, which you know I would call Blood and Truth, I would say is most probably the last big playstation vr title that i can think of off the top of my head
0: yeah i'd agree I'd um
2: agree. and and since that on stormlands if you want to go for groundbreaking titles you've got stormland asgard's wrath you've got half-life alex coming you've got Medal uh, Medal on a uh, medal of on a Works. bone works well bone works is okay i love bone works
0: what's up with everyone it's amazing okay walking
2: right. dead saints and sinners which again will be coming to PlayStation. i know somebody in the chat asked about uh, uh saints and sinners by the way uh we haven't got a date of when it's coming to playstation vr and honestly do not be surprised if it gets delayed a little bit because that game i is superb but yeah. it requires a really nice pc to run it on pc everyone's
0: There's saying to me really, how is this coming on quest how is it coming to Quest? I think, oh, I I think actually <laughs> the art
1: style is gonna work. In its yeah, further. yeah, they're I gonna get rid of the shadows. Gonna, yeah, that's I think all it's, you need it's to gonna do. degrade <laughs> nicely. I think that's yeah, that think art so. style can be degraded so nicely.
0: Comic book looking graphics. Yeah, it's a good idea, and it is an excellent game. But yeah, you're right. Now it is um, it's just slowed down over there. You know, and like when I do check the PS Store and what the guys are doing, because obviously I was a big, big part of that community it's not really that much I see over there that wants to drag me back to, you know, I think if I just did PlayStation VR, I'd be a bit stuck at the moment. Like a lot of people are hanging on to Gorn. And as you just (laughs) said, it's on the humble bundle, which probably makes it worth what? Three pounds or something in that bundle. Mm. I don't know. But you know, for some people, that's their game. That is the big game they're waiting for.
2: I, I, I completely understand people because obviously I was PlayStation VR for a long time, a bit like what you was, and then I went to Quest. I uh, I honestly had no intention of going PC VR. It, yeah, that you know, was the, far, the farthest thing from my mind. It was only when uh, <laughs> OC Six they announced Oculus Quest Link, and it was like, oh, because I didn't want to own I didn't want to own a third headset. I'm like, oh my no. god. I don't yeah. I don't want a third it. And it was like, okay, so I can use the Oculus Quest uh, link. And the, everything coming out from OC6 is this thing actually works. And obviously, we've got it in our hands now. And it's still in beta. It works. And for me, it's worked really, really well. But, you know, like the, the one thing that kind of threw me for a loop, and uh, I said this before we started, I've always been so positive about PlayStation VR that Sony have always known what they're doing. Mm-hmm. The one thing that's actually given me pause was when they uh, announced that they were shutting down their Manchester studio because that was their big VR AAA studio. That was going to be like a, a, a sister to London studio. Mm. And that was, it's the first time uh, that I've actually had to step away and think, oh, okay. Is Sony actually got a commitment to VR? Yeah, you know, I think the, what they've had. You know, so if you think about
3: that. it, though, they just purchased Insomniac. Yeah, who makes a lot of VR titles.
2: They so. didn't buy Insomniac for VR though. They brought they brought Insomniac for, for Spider Man, playing and Spider Man. Right. The good thing is, as you uh, as you've pointed out, is they have a really good small team at Insomniac right. that have made some absolutely. I like. I mean. I, I, I said it uh, last year when I played Edge of Nowhere. That shocked me. It was not the game I was expecting. It was, you know, it was in third person for one thing. Um, but that game worked absolutely superbly. And uh, obviously, you know, if Pistol Whip hadn't of, uh, no, actually, I did give Stormland my number one game. Didn't I? It was Pistol Whip was number two? Although Pistol Whip was going to be number one. But yes, yeah, Stormland just absolutely blew my mind. Uh, especially the bit where you just step off in the clouds and put your hands up and you're flying. Oh, yeah. I was just like, This is fun, I'm having fun. So
1: Yeah uh... I I don't know if it's also Sony seems to have a past relationship with any studio that's based around uh Manchester. Cause you had okay. Psygnosis, wipe out all of this.
2: Well they were Liverpool, weren't they? But
1: yeah, yeah. same area. Um, well, actually, Psygnosis was also in Manchester. It's certainly not down here, down south. It's all uh, mid... No, London
2: Studio is... Um, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. we know London Studio but... are definitely working on a VR game, so yeah. there is that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we definitely know they are, but, though we don't know what it is. No. Um, it's like, it's
0: you know, Tantrum just said in the chat as well, um, he's happy that there's nothing really coming out because he's given him time to go back through... Back catalogue, that back is catalog. superb. Mm-hmm. And as a you know, just from I guess maybe from a content creator's point of view, uh, I've gone back and played a lot of the big games a lot. Like there's no two ways about it. I I can't believe a rush of Blood Two never happened. Um, that'd be huge. And that's the other thing I was going to say, dude. Like at the moment, people are I want new games. If a developer dropped a hit on PlayStation now,
1: it would soar. It would, because it's it's also old games as well that people still, although they don't primarily want uh, adapted to VR, there is still such a wealth of games that could do with conversion. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's actually surprised me that Sony, uh, because we saw with uh, Wipeout Omega Collection, what could be produced with a conversion. wipe wipe Wipeout made Collection is still one of the best PlayStation VR games out there. It's one of the best racing games in VR. I mean, it's so much fun, so much easier to play that game. It's actually easier to play that game in VR than it is on a flat screen as well, because you can see the corners, even at the speed that you're running. But yeah, it's it's kind of surprised me that uh, we haven't seen Sony. Rather than invest in a huge brand new IP, just go for you know, uh, an IP that people know, whether it's uh, something on their own one, so the ones that come to mind for me would be Killzone or Resistance. That just makes, a, for me, a no-brainer. But then, you know, uh, the thing that I would kind of kill for is, you know, like a Bioshock VR game. You know, give me the original Bioshock in VR and, to be honest, that would be the only thing I bloody well play because I love Bioshock. I still think uh,
0: platformers work so well in virtuality that a Crash Bandicoot in VR would be insane. Well, I yeah, love absolutely- as well.
2: Yeah, well, Japan Studio proved with Astro Bot, which, again, was one of the best games when that came out that year. Not it wasn't last year, it was a year before. Um, so I think, again, you've got Japan Studio. Um, I think the the one thing you kind of look at is, yeah, Sony might not be investing uh, tons and tons of money um, in stuff, but I think the the guy that they've got with the independent studios is most probably the best guy that they could have, which is Shuai Yoshida is now running you know sony's dealings with independent studios uh because to be honest that's where the innovations coming it isn't you know the the big triple a games yeah you know, they're doing the you know call of duty and stuff is going to be cool and i think there's going to be innovations with half-life alex but to be honest valve are the biggest independent company in the world you know thanks to uh, steam um But yeah, you know, I I keep going back to like Honor and Duty uh, D-Day and I'm sure people think that I'm trying to do something sexual with uh, uh, Reggie Strange, but I'm not. I I just think what Reggie uh, and his team uh, produced with Honor and Duty D-Day was really innovative. Same with the the Beat Saber guys. All right, with Beat Games have now been brought by Oculus. But again, they were innovative. Pistol Whip is really innovative. You know, it's, it's these small little studios. And so, somewhere, somebody's going to come up with a, a, a concept. I mean, we've already had a few of them. But somebody somewhere, there's going to be like a 10-man team that comes up with a concept in VR that nobody's ever thought of. And suddenly it'll be like, why have we never thought about this? And it will be uh, a breakout hit uh, for the size of Beat Saber or something like that. But in a, a French uh, or a... Virtually, still things.
0: small enough that that can happen. Because it's yeah. still got to grow so yeah well, even,
2: even in normal ps4 games some of the you know so I, the one of the companies i love is supermassive games who did things like bastion and transistor uh they've got hades out which is now a, a phenomenal game uh what you can get with independence it's not all the always the case but in a, a lot of independence you have a passion and they take their time and care so something like one of the games I'm looking forward to this year, not in VR, uh, is Ori and Will of the Wisps. I'm really looking forward to that because the team behind it, you know, are a phenomenal team. And I know that the, the quality of the game they produce is going to be absolutely fantastic because Ori and the Blind Forest was an amazing game. So, like I say, VR is such an exciting uh, venture. And mm-hmm. yes, we know the big companies are going to get involved uh, at some point. Um, but um, like I say, you, you get these little crazy games uh, come out. I mean, I didn't think that Walking Dead Saints and Sinners was going to be as good as it was. I was like, oh, okay, this could be fun. But it's only when you actually start playing with it and you know start stabbing zombies in the head and you've actually got to use proper weight. You can't just I say, I'm going to stab you like this. Because the knife doesn't go anywhere. No. It's That's I don't true. know how they figured it out. I mean, it slips. It slips off
0: the top of that. He's like,
1: well, get you "Need back momentum." Here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. You need force like.
1: yeah.
0: It raises the bar, though. That's the other thing, isn't it? Like, unfortunately, as well, I'm seeing some, and this is why sometimes I play a game, like not straight away live, is because I'm noticing some new games feel like now old games virtually. They might look yeah. okay. But there's maybe a lack of physics, even weight, interaction, all these things. I think, as you are saying, all the games you mentioned earlier, Asgard's Wrath, uh, Saints and Sinners, all that, uh, works especially, have raised the bar yes. in, in VR expectations. Um, and unfortunately, it's hard to go back, isn't it, sometimes? You know, it's hard to go, oh, I can't actually pick anything up in this room. It's all just see-through and I can just put my hands through all of it. And then you know and then you, you got another game where actually you could pick up that that bottle smash the bottle and you just stab someone in the face so it's like oh <laughs> well
1: it's like you know uh, what I mean?
2: when i played um uh, the the free trial of um until you fall uh, the first thing i was thinking about after about five, ten minutes in is this game is about 2 years too late if this game had come out 2 years ago what game's that sorry until you fall i know you like really like it I, the sword I really fighting game it. But, I mean, I, for, fall, for, yeah. but yeah. for me, I was just Still like, no, this, is, this is about two years too late, this game. It just mm. feels like an old type game. I and tried to... it, it'll have its thing, but I just couldn't get into it. <coughs> See, I, was, I, I really wanted to as well.
0: I gave him some feedback to, because it feels very arcadey, yet the movement feels very old. Yeah. And I was like, and I, and I basically sent them my ideas, and they said, "Oh, yeah, we'll think about that." And even when it came out of beta or whatever, it was exactly the same. So they had their hearts set on but how they want. Funny wanted thing
2: it. is, you've got older games. I mean, you know, the one that you kind of brought up earlier on, uh, "Until Dawn: Rush of Blood." You know, where where did that come that. in? Our, where did that come in as sort of like top VR games when we did that? That was like number three or four.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was it's insane. Such a good game. Such a good game. It, it, it's it's a roller coaster. Halloween experience, isn't it? Nightmare experience it's it's superb, and it's done so well. Um, And and that's another thing as well. Some of the PSVR exclusives um, were ahead of their time.
2: Oh, yeah. If you looked
0: over at Steam and looked at some of their VR stuff that would be doing the same thing, PSVR was ahead. I mean, I've
2: I've said this before. I, I think anybody that actually buys into the PSVR ecosystem now, I actually feel jealous of. Because I've played all the games that they're they're going to experience. There is enough games out uh on PlayStation VR if you go to that back catalogue in terms of quality that are absolutely stunning. Um that to be honest, you'll most probably be fine. You'll have enough games to play uh oh, yeah. g- leading you into PSVR 2. If you go back to like Resident Evil 7 these phenomenal, Astro Bolt, Wipeout Maker Collection, Farpoint, Firewall Zero out. I mean the list just is one thing I
1: feel, feel bad for them about is that there are a couple of the multiplayer games where community has moved on so much and they're kind of missing it. And there are those games there that even with a really low price point or maybe being put back onto the plus list, um, they could maybe take off mm-hmm. or they may not. Um, e Valkyrie still got community. still got people that on there on Discord that play on a regular basis with each other. Rigs doesn't have that. Rigs disappeared too quickly, and there's a few other examples of games where they they just didn't haven't haven't got the enough uh, community, and the majority of community has moved away from them now. What and were your like, favorite
0: PSVR games,
1: Eric? What were your big hits? Uh, I I liked Resident Evil Seven.
3: Uh, that was one. That of was the actually
0: that that was our number one in our yeah. top twenty of 2019.
3: Yeah. <laughs> a- a- Astrobot is still one I I really love. Um, and and then a game called Static. I don't know. Oh, if you guys oh like yeah. That one. yeah, yeah. That one, I, I love that
0: game. You're not talking yeah. to your PC VR friends now who don't know what you're talking about. We're PlayStation. <laughs> we know. Do you know what I mean? is a do. fantastic game. It's a superb it's, game. Was, I
1: love it. It was an excellent example as well of a game that was aimed at the PSVR because it uses a DS4 controller. Your hands are linked together and it tracks that hand motion as though you're holding onto the Cube thing and not seeing things, you
0: and... feel trapped, you feel like you could probably get that box off. Really, yeah, they, they
3: even had kind of a couch multiplayer with with that game, too. That not a lot of people played. Uh, they had a, a PlayStation screen app, uh, yeah, that let you have a second player actually helping you with a, a remix set of puzzles. And I, I just thought that was super unique at the time. for a vr game to have that we've had a couple of other games that do that now with with kind of the phone thing um but back then it was like not only does this game really have the immersive nature where you you have this playstation move or, or i'm sorry playstation ds4 controller as as your uh hands because you're locked in there but you also have someone else like guiding cameras and guiding puzzles and i just thought that was awesome
0: yeah Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So uh, this also leads us into dreams. Um, so let me quickly. This, this came up earlier on Twitter. Someone's made Fallout 4 uh, in dreams. Since we don't know how the VR portion of this game is going to work, uh, let me just quickly read uh, a bit of a thing that I picked up. Fan, well, that's the wrong bit. I'm going. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, according to according to developer Alex Evans at Media Molecule. It's actually very nearly done. In a recent interview with Eurogamer, VR is in the pipeline, and it's actually nearly done, to be honest. He later added, but we're going to what we're going to do is we're going to work in parallel on a few things, and VR is the most cooked one of them all. So it doesn't sound very far away. Um, people are making exceptional things in Dreams. Uh, one of our own guys, Seraphim, makes some great stuff, but like, There's another video I've got in a minute of a Sonic game that someone made as well that I reposted on Twitter. Thank you ever so much for the donation, South Memphis. Cheers, man. Is that a a fox? Good job. Cheers, dude. Thank you ever so much for that, man. Um, But just looking at this, if this gets VR support, this could actually be the biggest game on PlayStation VR.
1: Sonic, the Sonic, I mean, that Sonic does actually look like um i think this looks as that looks, as good that, as oh that looks you know pretty much <laughs> oh well apart from it's not as fluid motion because they're not in vr that does look as good as um fallout 4 I think, yeah. it looks,
0: I think it looks superb i really do i'm like wow look at what people are making and, that, and i think if you can get that onto playstation vr that then is going to breathe a massive amount of life back into it. Do you know what I mean? Because it's the only place that you're going to be able to experience what people have made. That way, apologies for the ratio of this video. Uh, It wasn't quite...
2: Well, it isn't just that. It's um, uh, the guys at Medium Molecule have said, in reality, this is its own platform. So this, you know, uh, they, they said that, you know, Dreams on PS5 is a natural evolution. So, you know, I mean, as you said, you look at the uh, the things that they've that people have managed to do in Dreams, and it's absolutely insane. So, forget about it being, you know, one of the biggest things in VR. This is could be one of the biggest games in go- uh, one of the biggest things in gaming. And if the rumors are true, even though Media Molecule haven't really commented on it, that Dreams could be coming to PC as well. Suddenly, you've got. Um, Hmm. This amazing palette of thing. I mean, the one thing I've I, I keep hearing and I have tried, but I honestly haven't got any talent to do anything uh, in, in dreams.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I've well, I, I haven't
2: got Well, I haven't. yeah, you need time and you need talent. Um but like uh you know what people can actually produce uh, and the one thing i have heard is that the tools once you've learned them you know like there is a you know hours that you need to put in to in the tutorials mm-hmm. and you'll have to go back and uh you know revert to them uh, or relate to them after the fact as well um but once you've done it you can do whatever you want so you don't have to do games you could make your own movies and stuff like but I thought, like I thought in the in the head. Oh, you know, like GT, if we can find someone that's actually really good at this. You could do an intro for the VR link with somebody using dreams.
0: That'd be awesome. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like you were saying earlier about Bioshock in VR. Hmm. You just saw Fallout. Yeah, somebody could make it. Yeah, you, it can happen. And like when I look at this Sonic one, especially, it looks it looks like the Sonic game. It's not called Sonic Dreams, which is a shame. I think they should have called it that. Of course, but. but... What is it called? It was Sonic Utopia. Sonic Utopia, that's it, yeah. A great feeling fan-made Sonic game by Mr. Lange. Uh, after, the, after this was mocked up, Dreams is out on PS4. Uh, community inspired it for Sega's next 3D Sonic game. So, yeah, like, I, just, I don't know, man. I'm just thinking, in a way, I mean, imagine if VR... I think it's sorely he needed, uh, and it makes me wonder whether if the PSVR... As we know, it is full compatible with PS5. Are they going to utilise that power? Are they going to be able to make the games a higher resolution? You know what I mean, like a, you know what I'm saying, like a a boost in graphics. Yeah, or it, is that going to happen? Allow
1: it to place more objects in the screen because because I don't think how... the headset's at fault. You know, I don't think the headset's at fault. No, I think they can the, still do stuff with the headset. The, the headset is not at fault. Uh, PlayStation VR is still a very good headset, but. Where, uh, thanks, uh, Mick, for Thank you, the Mick. Uh, £5. Pound.
0: Thank you ever so much. Cheers, man. Thank you. Take care. Don't work too hard. That's where he's going. He's got to get up early, a
1: bit. Uh, Um No, I mean, it's still a great headset, and it hasn't actually hit its full potential as far as I can tell because it's got a lot of restrictions placed on it based oh. on the PS4 OG platform. No, um, mate, it's not no, 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 no. That isn't the biggest restriction. This this is one
0: of the biggest restrictions. Yeah, you know that's I mean? that's a doubt.
1: restriction to movement and how we interact with it. Oh, the biggest restriction that... for uh, graphical presentation I know, is yeah. still is still the power behind it. But then when you see Astrobot Astro the
0: funny
2: Bot. thing is, I, I think the yeah. move controllers actually will be very beneficial when this thing moves into VR. I think they'll actually be more precise. It's got move control yeah, support, support isn't it, he Dreams? It's got it at the know. moment, but yeah. it's meant to be very horrible to use. But I think once you're actually in a VR headset, because you're more likely to be able to move around, because at the moment you have to move things around to... to or move the world around speed. you, yeah. But whereas when you go into VR, the likelihood is even with the the you know limited tracking that PlayStation VR offers, you're still going to be able to move within that tracking uh, space. Uh, to do it, so it's going to be, like I say, really, uh, really interesting. Uh, and you know somebody's going to come up with something insane. Yeah. I mean, Seraphim most probably, like you said, Seraphim most probably do so. It, it's It's another do Space Harrier in VR?
1: Yeah, it's, it's another angle as well that people don't realise, uh, and they'll say about different graphics and stuff like that. There's other problems related to PSVR and uh, the OG PS4. It's not just about the graphical production, there's a lot of other iterations that happen on the CPU side that stop the frame rate being there, and stop this being there, and that's where the issues come from. So, you know, it's it's more than just the GPU, it's the CPU that, re- that restricts it, and that happens a lot with something like uh, Dreams, where you've got user creations, and they don't, it's not going to be always as optimized. And I've talked about optimization so many times because that's one of the other regions where VR needs a lot more attention since we've hit a bit of a hardware brick wall in terms of our hardware acceleration is not doubling with every new piece of hardware that comes out anymore. We used to expect that every single version of hardware that the next one that came out like the next graphics card that came out next year would be twice as good, and the next c p u that came out would be twice as good, and that's actually not happening anymore. It's so, called an effect, isn't it? there is a name for the effect yeah of that there is, which I've forgotten I can't as well what it's called so yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's like the curve, isn't it? It's like a curve yeah, technology. Yeah, um, and I can't remember what it's called. So, that, and that takes us back around, I guess, to the eye tracking thing, where if that does happen, hopefully, um, obviously, all the detail and everything that is important is in your eye shot, and everything else outside of that doesn't have to be rendered as such a no. Uh, and the the results quality. you
1: get from that, a lot of people often go. You 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 don't get much results from that, and it's actually a huge amount of results. Um, eye tracking alone for giving foveated rendering, you can see anything from a twenty to a fifty percent gain gain, depending on the games. So having uh, that <laughs> amount of performance uh, is unbelievable. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Tantrum with the uh, somebody make dirt too in dreams. Mwah.
0: I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Well, uh, another thing that happened yeah. is uh, Prince of Persia VR. Uh, I think it was Ubisoft. That's come out of nowhere. Tell, what's what's going on with that? So, it's from Ubisoft Düsseldorf. Uh, I just followed them today, I think. I've never heard of them before. Uh, Today, we have announced our third location based VR escape room, Prince of Persia, The Dagger of Time. Launching in spring 2020 in more than 300 locations across the globe, it's a team-based adventure set in the world of Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. So, that sounds incredible. Like, my favourite Prince of Persia, obviously, going back to the Amiga, um, you know, I used to absolutely love that because back in the day, a bit like... Same reason I loved Flashback is because the animation looked was it Delphine Delphine Software? Where it used to be the studio that used to do like the 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 animation for the characters, they looked so fluid and so real. Uh, and that was another thing why well, I loved Prince of Persia back in the day. And then what, what it was, was the, the
1: first one that did rotoscoping, wasn't they? I don't know what it was called to be honest. The technology
0: that makes yeah, it people was so basically realistic. you had
1: live action uh actors. A lot they they shot... No, 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 not like Mortal Kombat. Oh. They they shot live action, but at high speed, and then they drew over the actors to help refine the motion more. Sure.
0: So, yeah, I remember that place uh for that, and I think Another World. But the real one for me was Flashback, regardless. Anyway, um, Prince of Persia. What was the one on the PS2? That was The Sands of Time, wasn't it?
1: Was that yeah. Yeah um it, it it was and such a good game yeah, i the loved mic- the uh motion thing i'm just because they had so much wall running and jumping and stuff i'm just imagining this location-based thing hooked up in a harness with bungee cords you know so that you can do the wall running that would just <laughs> I'm sure it's to
3: i feel like ubisoft actually did one of those at, at a at either E3 or Comic-Con or something like that a few years back where they actually had like a obstacle course with zip lines and, and bungee cords and things of that nature. So I wouldn't put it past them, but I don't think for something that's location based like that, that they'll go to that level just because, you know, they're not the ones operating those location based experiences. They're just offering it.
0: Eric, did you ever try the Dead and Buried location-based experience? Yes. Yes. Let's talk about that, man, because that just—that yeah. was one of the things that I was so hyped for Quest before the launch. Yeah. And so, it's just disappeared.
3: Yeah. So, so it's interesting because, as you mentioned, video. that uh, Oculus has a business. Uh, contract essentially for enterprise where they've basically said you cannot alter our tracking in any way um for, for your application which which is locking a lot of people out in, in if you follow their business agreement and it's kind of strange because they did present that uh dead and buried arena uh i know that i illusions is working on space pirate arena
0: yeah uh, which is, oh. which is a
3: successor oh. to, to Space Pirate Trainer, but it's multiplayer in kind of an arena style fashion. I know for GDC, they're looking to get an indoor basketball court to do uh, Space Pirate demos. Uh, so I'm oh, excited. I hope man. I can get into that if, if, if they actually do that. That would be pretty oh, sweet. Oh, I'd be
0: so jealous. Um, <laughs> but there is a game
3: on side quest also that is multiplayer um, in a specific space I'm, and i'm trying to find it here so give me just
0: a you second know what about T for god uh it's not, no 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 not no, not no. tea for
3: god's fantastic this is an actual multiplayer uh in a sim in in a same location uh in the same game environment game um, so this, and this it's,
0: video I'm, I'm just showing you in the background now was uh the dead and buried Uh, uh, location-based experience was it oc5 was that one or OC 6 yes no it was oc5 that this blew my mind they're all in quests they've also got this pre-made arena which is already uh scanned and in the vr world and yeah they are different characters and they're playing this game i thought this and as you said like space fight arena it's the return of laser tag kind of thing yes you know it looks phenomenal it really does. And I love this, because on the iPad you're looking at now, you can see what they're all seeing. You know what I mean? And I just remember seeing it and thinking... And, and the uh, arena-scale oh, game
3: that's on SideQuest right now is called Mission X Light. Maybe
0: cold drink. Um, light,
3: I'm going to go okay. ahead and... I'm going to I'm gonna pop that into the chat, too, so all people right. can check it out for themselves later. Um, but Mission X Light is similar. Uh, they They designed it to be a esports style game with up to six players but it's scalable based on space um and i think the current version is only for two players uh but it's it's also hard right now for people to get six quests together anyway so i i'd, I'd like to find somebody uh if, if you're in the san francisco bay area and you want to play mission x light let me know um <laughs> uh, just to check this one out gt
0: also if you want, GT, if you want to follow round, uh oh, what wait. EGX. What, we're going to do it, are we?
1: the Quest over EGX.
0: Yeah, I'll take my Quest. I need to get a carry case. That's all. I need to just grab hold of a carry yeah. case. So, um, yeah. Okay, no worries. I will check that out. Mission X. All right, I will download that. I will look into it. And uh, we can try and make that happen. What I was going to say was, if you want to, uh, Eric Hartley has got his own YouTube channel, which is obviously from the video I played earlier. He's also uh, on Twitter. And, yeah, so, yeah, if you want to follow him in any way, please feel free to, chuck links in the chat or whatever but i will um put uh put all of this stuff uh in the video description as well if you come here from earlier oh, sorry if you joined later from the beginning uh just to reiterate that upload vr are currently giving away an oculus quest uh in partnership with o shape or oh shape someone called it oh shape. i think it's just O shape um they're giving well, it away used to be called quest. on
2: shape didn't it and then they changed it to yeah. oh shape so
0: right okay yeah so that is in the description as well and also side sidequests giving away two sixty-four 64 gig oculus quests with lots of uh great software and that is also in the video description so if you're looking for some free free stuff get in there and have a look the other game i wanted to talk about was space channel 5 um and uh, did, did all you guys own dreamcast back in the day uh, I, no i did yeah we did i
3: I've actually had the chance to play space channel five on vive and on the uh, PSVR. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's like you're in that game. It's, it's pretty awesome. Honestly, I, I I don't think it's as physical as some people think, um, because it's really just kind of simple dance moves. Uh, but it's a ton of fun, at least in the demos that I got to try.
0: So what sort of game plays it? I know nothing. I remember the old game, and I'll be honest with you, I skipped it on Dreamcast. It isn't my kind of game. Um, not to say so, Virtually won't change that, because obviously a lot of games I've played in Virtually, I would probably not have thought about playing flat. So, As, as you're playing the trailer back, uh, as
3: Ulala is is doing the different moves, you're actually mimicking those moves to try to defeat the aliens that are in front of you. Um, are you so her?
1: Are uh, you her? are not?
3: You're you're a rookie reporter that's there oh, yeah, I with see. her.
0: Yeah, I see um, So she's
3: actually helping lead you through the different steps.
0: Okay. Um and you're saying it's really good and it's something people should look out for because it comes out on uh, February the 25th at 3999.
3: I'm actually really excited for it. Um it 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 is a little bit pricey for what I've played. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know how fast. big it actually is because I've only had a couple of demo experiences with it. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I do tend to
1: think this is again another case of a lot of the the Japanese rhythm games can be pricey, especially if they've got a premium virtual idol following around them, and this is definitely one of those cases. Um, it's also Goes with the Japanese love of making uh, complete uh, dance things as a group uh, thing, which is it, it happens a lot around that the whole idol world, uh, especially with fan stuff. Um, so it's not for everybody, I don't think. Um, I I always found it a little bit weird, it's, you know. And even if you go to Japan, you actually go to one of these events you got these guys that will have their wavy glow sticks and they all do exactly the same thing in the <laughs> audiences. And you're like, what? And you can actually come out of a train station and there'll be like a little idol group that's trying to drum up interest in their latest concerts and they'll have their super fans in these long coats of coloured different things with, different slogans on them and they'll all be doing exactly the same dance and then you'll have the extreme ones that do these really crazy things that look like they're doing something with lightsabers instead of glow sticks that they're so fast on doing stuff but that always has this feel to me so I don't think it's always for everybody
0: <laughs> so 3999 that's going to translate into what 30 pounds I'm assuming maybe 32 <laughs> Around that. Something like that, I'm assuming. Something around that price tag. And I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, it's a bit... Uh, if if I, I mean, if I get sent a code for it, I'll obviously feature it. But um, it's not something I want to run out and buy. Uh, yeah, this, uh,
2: this is not for me. I'm going to quote uh, Sheldon from uh, Big Bang Theory. This fat boy here, don't dance. And I believe in the multiple universes. And I'm sure in one universe, I'm made out of jello candy. But none of those universities do I dance.
1: uh, I just want to also point out to like uh, Great Tantrum, um, just dance is in VR uh, because you've got Just Dance Central as well Uh, uh, on VR. So
0: yeah, it's quite it's uh, it's on Quest. My daughter played uh, Dance Central on Quest, and she played it on. What did we play it on first? Was it the Connect? Yeah. Well
2: dance, yeah, central, dance central, yeah. It was, was, the... it, was a, it was the one game that actually worked well on the original
0: Connect. <laughs> it,
2: well, it was, wasn't... it was the only game yeah. that worked well. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah Connect Adventures was cool. What was all that? That was good.
2: Well but the he... only other game that works well, well on Eric's
0: even pulling oh, I don't know what you're talking about now. Was uh, yeah. s-
3: was uh,
2: Star Wars. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I was just going to, that's the one I was going to mention was the Star Wars Connect, Um, but it also had some dance central
1: Central elements to it. But but this is essentially the same sort of deal where you're going to be dancing at the same time with the characters trying to do the same thing. Right. Which can be good. It has its audience, but it's not for everybody.
2: Not thirty. What is it? Thirty nine dollars ninety nine.
1: Uh... Yeah. Yeah. How many dollars? Yeah. Not sure about, it's going to have a lot of content for that. I program. didn't
0: read that either before. I, I actually got all that info. I didn't even read the price until I read the price, and I was like, oh, "Bloody hell!" I was expecting. I, I mean, well, to be I mean... honest, I was expecting actually twenty pounds. So yeah. twenty four ninety nine. I was expecting twenty four ninety nine dollars. Um. Well,
2: Dance Central is meant to be really good if you're into like a dance. Dance equipment. Central was
1: really, really good, and um, that's meant to have a of lot of sense. content as well. A lot of songs. Uh I definitely wrote that on the quest as well. But what have we missed any any comments
0: in the chat that I, I should have picked up on because I've been so busy today trying to make everything work. A because... few
2: people are saying if it was about twenty, twenty five dollars, uh they'd be interested in it. Uh, we've got a few other people talking about Connect games. Uh so somebody's saying the puppet gunslinger game worked I well.
0: Gunslinger. I think I remember that. um, Oh, man. Yeah, I think (laughs) I remember that one as well. Oh, that's dying quickly. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Excellent. Unless anyone's got anything to add to this show today, that is pretty much all I've got news for. Um, I've got nothing else I wanted to report on.
2: Uh, somebody's asking how much is Dreams I actually don't know because I brought the early access version yeah
0: same as I know I should have I did I miss himself by a day didn't we go to his and he no said I, like...
1: I got it I got it afterwards because there was a later date oh there you go then so yeah um, I still haven't got Dreams
2: yeah and somebody uh, DLG27 has put the dance uh, sorry the dance ritual demo on Quest so if you want to give yeah. that a try
1: it's also crossed by on Ooh. on Oculus Quest. So it's Quest Ooh. and PC. So it Beautiful. is is by. We do love a bit of cross by action, that's for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: That is awesome. We love some cross by. We do. So, yeah, um, that is pretty much all I've got uh, for the news today. If anyone's got anything in chat they want to ask or anyone wants to talk about anything you want covered, we did talk about Dreams already, and we did talk about the VR portion of it. No one knows when it's coming, but apparently it is the next thing I think they're ready to do for it. Um, If you want me to read the quote again, which uh, might not be possible because I might have just deleted it. Let me just have a look. Blah, 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 blah. Let me go through this. Where is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, so Alex Evans of Media Monocle uh, said it's actually very nearly done uh, in a recent interview. Uh, he said VR is in the pipeline and it is actually nearly done, to be honest. He also added, but what we're going to do is we're going to work in parallel on a few things, and VR is the most cooked of them. So, yeah, there you go. It's, uh, it sounds very promising and it sounds like it's going to be happening, and it sounds like I've got to go and buy Dreams. <laughs> uh, because you said it's not in early access anymore, is it? It's out of early access, and it's a full-price game. Yeah, right?
2: it's a normal game now, so...
0: Is that what it, is? Is it uh, £40, is it, I
2: think? It wouldn't surprise me if it's uh, £35, £40, something like that. I don't
1: know if I can... Yeah, yeah, I think people obviously look at Dreams and go, well, I'm not going to spend the time on, or I don't have the time on doing that uh building stuff but you've got to remember there's a lot of people out there who do and you can just be a consumer of what they make so
0: uh, mickey has just said have you tried that new mission x light game <laughs> so we've been talking about that and funny enough if you where are you from eric uh, i'm in the san
3: francisco bay area so uh mickey if, if you're in that area c- come find
0: me i want to try it find eric he wants to play it with someone uh probably make a fantastic video so yeah it's something i'm gonna check out uh actually as soon as we've packed up um so yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to that but it looks like uh we're done guys thank you ever so much for joining us eric really appreciate that thank you man anytime man it's been good to have, have you on and if anyone wants to follow eric uh i will uh, can anyone post his youtube channel in the chat i'll, for I'll me? put it up sure Oh, cheers, man. Uh, if you could chuck that in there, that'd be great. And also from that, obviously, you'll find his Twitter pages as well. Um, you know, he, he's absolutely quality. Thank you to Nat from 7 Degrees of Gaming. Thank you, guys. Thank cheers. you, Eric. Cheers, have you back. Oh. Cheers, Salsa. Thanks very much. He said he's in Canada. Mickey said he's in Canada. Thank you. Oh,
3: I, I'm working on my passport. As soon as I get it, I'll be there, man.
0: <laughs> and uh, Salsa from South up
1: VR. Good evening, people.
0: Thanks That's it. Remember really. to follow them too as well if you don't already. And yeah, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for your likes, thank you for your comments, thank you for your donations. Massively appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And uh, we'll see you all next week uh for another episode of the VR Link. Take care, guys. Thank you. See you soon. Ta la